Make Life Delicious, the podcast, is more than the food we eat. It's what else in life that makes us feel, be, and act delicious. We'll have conversations about real life, its messiness, and the things we can't live without. The ups, the downs, and the things we do on the daily to maintain our health, strength, and our balance. We'll talk about the unconventional wisdom and the alternative practices used in raising families, from healing to sex, because life's juicy. We are so excited and so ready to share how we make life delicious every day and how you can too. This is a Soul Fire production. Okay, let's do this now. Come on, let's talk about this. I, I'm really excited to talk about this whole thing around immunity. Can we just like dive in deep right now? Sure. I feel like we should address why it's why we want to talk about immunity. Well, hello. Look what's happening in this world right now. Well, what is happening in the world right now? It's like COVID-19. Let's set the stage. Okay. It is May 2020. Hindsight is 2020. No. We Isn't are cool? in 2020. I know. <laughs> but but like when you start having kids, you're going to get to talk about this. Like I can't wait. <laughs> when it's over, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. But we're learning while we're in I have it right to be, now. I have to be out of Corona to find a partner to make babies with. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the problem. That's a good thing. No problem. It's good. It's all going to happen. I have faith in that. <laughs> but let's get back on topic. We're talking okay. about... It is 2020. Mm-hmm. Since March, we have been in quarantine due to the coronavirus. Correct. COVID-19. Yes. Oh. Some people look at it as the enemy. I look at it as a blessing. Really? I do. I look at it as a blessing because where else can Mother Nature spank us all and send us to a room and go, think about the shit you've been doing to me all these years. Now I want you to go to your room and think about it. What's life's meaning and purpose really about? And then I can heal and dolphins will show up in the canals of Venice. Exactly. And blue, beautiful blue shits in the ocean and dolphins look like mermaids. That's the bioluminescence that she's talking about, that blue, beautiful shit in the ocean. Yeah, but it's like so cool. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. No, I really appreciate that outlook. I think it's that silver lining. Like, you know, the largest hole in the ozone layer has been closed now that we have been up over the Antarctic. I didn't hear that. (gasps) Look at the goodness. You know, I know it's really hard and people are really having a hard time financially and what they're going to do. And it's, it's literally a changed world. And I see... Literally, right before our eyes, all this um, creativity happening and things changing and how people are going to do business. And so, yes, you know, where we're sitting from, we're very blessed. Totally. I am grateful for the blessings. And I also feel my heart. I pray every day. That's all I can do. And I think that this is why we want to share this information for the people that are still kind of feeling trapped in that fear Mm -hmm. around the fear of catching the sickness, the fear of what that next is going to be. And I think to keep our immunity strong so we can do our best to avoid getting sick or the inevitable that we've been hearing from the CDC and all these places that eventually we're going to have to like catch it or get an antibody or whatever that looks like. We're not doctors. We don't claim to be, we don't know these things, but 
what we can do is that if you're strong, if your immunity is strong, you're healthy to limit the effect that it will have. And the duration of it as well. Exactly. So I think what are we doing to keep our immunity strong during this time? And it's also not just during this time, but always. It's our lifestyle. If you think about it, there's always going to be a sickness the flu. I feel like the last flu was the worst flu. It's always the worst. Like <laughs> it's the worst flu and everyone's sick for months. Yet I cook for families with young kids. We're around a lot of people. And I will say we don't get sick. Okay. Knock on wood. But I do believe though, the reason being is because we've always lived our life with the idea that we're going to strengthen our immunity. The very system that keeps us strong. It's those immune soldiers that defend us. Well, if those defenders are down because we're either drinking above and beyond too much or we're eating too much sugar or we're eating the foods that break us down, we need to rethink that. And I think that's what COVID is doing. People are actually waking up to, oh my goodness, I need to get strong and healthy. Hmm, what am I going to do? That is my point exactly. We are this is a lifestyle. We live our lives to boost our immunity, to stay strong so that when these things come around, when flu season hits, when the holidays come, when you've been having a lot of fun over the summer, celebrations, whatever, spring break, you're going to stay healthy -er Mm -hmm. because you are doing these things, these tools that we incorporate into our daily life to keep our immunity strong. 100%. So what are these tools? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is diet because that's who we are. That's who Curry Girl's Kitchen is. That's who Meg's and Peg's is. We're all about this food and how it nourishes our body, our soul, our spirit, everything. And when we have that strength, our immunity is strong. And so there's certain foods that we get to actually show people. What's the best foods that work in your body. Well, guess what? We healed our, I healed our whole family once we found out we were gluten intolerant. So those are foods that we stay away from because they don't work for us. And these foods, we outline that in our 21 day programs, which you can find on Curry Girls Kitchen, but it's discovering for yourself what foods work best in your body. And as we know, there are inflammatory foods. There are foods that cause, like that cause- Inflammation. Inflammation that you have a reaction to that are mucus forming, like dairies, meats, these kinds of things. So for us, it's not completely eliminating them, but it's being conscious at how often we're consuming these foods, which also include sugar. And all those foods, Meg, that you're talking about, that's what weaken our immune system. Now, we don't ever eat gluten because 15 years ago, we were diagnosed as gluten intolerant. It saved our ass. Like it literally did. Every one of us, it saved us for all the different symptoms that we had. But so for people that don't know which foods work best for you, these resets that we do are actually these incredible like um, windows into your body that are going to show you what does it want to strengthen itself? And it does that by eliminating 
any potential allergen, any inflammatory foods, processed sugars, alcohols, things that we know contribute to potential ailments in your body. Exactly. But I, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the actual foods though. So let's say you're not gluten-free and you just want to know, like, what are the good foods, Meg, that you eat that you love to strengthen your immunity? Any food that is whole, close to the source, minimally processed and organic when possible. So we love shopping farmer's market and eating within the season. So right now, the foods that I'm eating as we're coming into spring are lots of leafy greens, mm. lots of, I'm still having root veggies, I like the carrots and beets and things like that, squashes, cauliflower, broccolini, the mm. baby broccolis that so are coming good. in. And I'm also eating, you know, fruits, all the fruits that's coming in. I just picked up my first box of cherries. Oh, I just got some too. (laughs) Super excited about that. The berries, lots of citrus, all the citruses and the vitamin C. So I like eating the foods that are local. Being in Southern California, we're very fortunate that we kind of get season the, all the produce all year round. For the most part, but we definitely, our biggest thing when it comes to diet is eat within the season. And when you can eat within the seasons, then your body every time is going to rotate through the seasons, eating foods that are going to give you different nutrients throughout the seasons that it needs. And then I also want to touch on the foods that really do enhance and boost your immunity right now is garlic. I've been eating with a lot of garlic, ginger, lots of ginger, anti-inflammatory turmeric, Mm -hmm. is another one that I've been throwing in my juices, putting it, drinking turmeric teas, um, a lot of lemons, been doing lemon water every day, which I do anyways. That's part of my lifestyle. Can I touch base on the lemons? So the thing about all these foods that, you know, Megan's talking about, especially the lemon is that it alkalinizes our body. You know, the thing about knowing an alkaline and acid balance is that when it's acid, that's when bad shit happens. That's when disease happens, when you're in a constant acid state. And it's really about balance within our body. Because you don't want to be too alkalinized either. You need some of the acidity. That's the kind of interesting thing is like, Mm -hmm. you think about lemons and the natural acidity in it, but it's actually- It's it's actually alkalinizing. Yeah. But foods that are, let's say, just to give you an example where we're coming from here, meats- sugars, highly processed foods, um, dairy, those are all acid forming foods. So you eat those a little bit, you know, like the meats and the dairies and that. Or you eat them in conjunct. This is food combining. You Mm -hmm. eat them with the alkalinizing foods, which are these rich green veggies, all of the different lemons and other things. And the fruits. And the fruits. Mm -hmm. That are really great. Yeah. So- these are, del- these are some of the foods that you can start incorporating into your diet right now that will keep your immunity strong and help you boost it. That's right. And God forbid you get sick. Let's say you get sick. What are some foods that you like go to? Like what's your number one go-to food, man? Um, you could see me looking at my mom right now. You'd know it is our <laughs> bone broth. <laughs> we love that liquid gold. Or as we say, you know, Pegs being a Rosenblum, 
It is our Jewish penicillin. 100%. So we always have some bone broth on hand. And that recipe is truly something that if you feel any signs of getting sick or that you're kind of feeling run down, having a cup of bone broth is so nutrient rich and really helps just kind of not let anything come in. Another one is our healing tea. Yeah. Love our healing tea. It is really great for your, the bronchial system. So what's in the healing tea is Mm -hmm. lemons, lemongrass, ginger, cinnamon bark. And cinnamon bark is so good for your lungs and your respiratory system, as is the ginger. So those two foods are fantastic for both ways. They're great for preventative and they're also great for if someone does get sick in the house. Yeah. So they're great things. Love Uh, those. So aside from food, what are some other things that you're doing during this time to keep your immunity strong? So one of the things for me is de-stressing. So I have a practice in the morning that I wake up really early at like six and I come downstairs and I set myself up, get ready for what I call a quiet time. And in that quiet time, I'm going to do my prayers, my positive thinking. I'll do some tapping. If you know what, um, what is it? Freedom technique, EFT, those tapping that I love. And I do meditations. Sometimes I'll do guided meditations. Sometimes I'll just go straight into meditation. And that sets my day so beautifully where I feel balanced, I feel grounded, and I feel strong in what I'm going to do for this day. I feel so grateful in that day and I'm prepared. So that really helps get rid of any stress or anxiety that I might be feeling. And I think it's really important. I love that. I've been doing a lot of Reiki. I just Mm. got Reiki certified and Reiki is, is, Reiki is energy healing. Okay. And helps move as I feel like as this COVID has showed us more than anything is we are all energetic beings. We feel the energy of the collective. We feel so connected, even being so disconnected right now, not being able to physically be with our friends, with our family, being able to travel or see people going outside and- Hug people. uh, Yes, miss hugs. (laughs) (laughs) We're a hugging family, people. But- (laughs) What I love about Reiki is it's moving stuck energy. So like Pegs does this morning quiet time. I like to incorporate that throughout my day. So in the morning when I wake up, I do more of like a check-in, like I'll put my hands on my heart, take a couple breaths, but I might not, some days I might not feel like sitting down for a meditation. I really like listening to how I'm feeling. So I'll get up and I'll go for a walk. Because so much of stress reduction is what are the other things, not just the food, but how you're feeding your mind and your body. Mm. And movement is such a big part of it for me or going outside and in nature, if possible. So whether it's just looking at the sun, I think that was one of the coolest things that I discovered was the first thing you do in the morning is if you open your curtains, instead of looking at your phone screen and you look at that sunlight, it actually does wake your body up. Wow. It's that circadian rhythm that you need to get. Your body needs that sunlight to help you wake up. So doing those simple things, getting outside, moving my body, Reiki. I also really like doing breath work. And breath work, Mm. I think it sounds a lot more uh, like 
larger than it actually needs to be. <laughs> Breathwork can literally be right now. We're just going to take a moment. We're all going to take a deep breath in. And let it out. <sighs> We're going to do that two more times. I love this. And let it go. <sighs> Once more. Already feel relaxed. I was just gonna say, I don't know about you, but I feel very calm. Who needs to get high when you have breath? Well, <laughs> I still think that is definitely medicine. However, breath is medicine. <laughs> and it's so amazing how you can shift your current state of being by focusing on your breath. How often do you catch yourself? holding your breath or not breathing. It's wild. So I think that's another really great tool and ways that you can really shift the stress or that anxiety. For me, it comes up as feeling overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed by the things that I can't do and what I should be doing. All those shoulds, God, I hate shitting on myself. And (laughs) (laughs) those, that breath and kind of coming back in touch. I love putting my feet in the ground, mm. going and walking on grass. If you are near mountains, beach? I envy you. The <laughs> well, beach? We can't go on the beach right now. Oh yeah. But oh that is- t- Soon, it's coming soon. <laughs> yes, that is typically what I love doing. Just, if you can't put your feet in something, hug a tree, touch a tree, <laughs> touch something. <laughs> like that connection. So I love- all of these things for reducing stress. Well, so you mentioned this, Megan, and movement is like the third thing. So we talked about diet, we talked about um, reducing stress. So movement is super important to actually shift your energy. You're talking about energy as well. And so I love to you know, if I can't do an exercise right now, I'm healing my knee. I can't do like a really, you know, big walks or things like that. I'll bike ride. I'll do some yoga. Um, I love to dance. (laughs) I love to dance in my kitchen. I love to dance. So moving our bodies to music, that to me is something else I love to do in the morning with my arms. I do this silly arm work and, and I get my lymphatics going because Another key to our immunity is our lymphatics. We used to think that moving our body is important for our heart. Well, yes, our heart is super important, but for the immunity, we got to move to get the lymphatics going because it's the only system in our body that doesn't self-start. We got to self-start it. And the lymphatic system, what does that do? It is the river Nile. Think of all of these things just below your skin and it... It's removing all the toxins from your body, which in turn helps all the systems, whether it's your circulatory system, your digestive system, your respiratory system, your moods, everything. If you're full of shit, how do you think (laughs) your body's going to feel? Shitty. That's right. (laughs) But if it's moving and clean, that's the importance of moving our body to really get this, uh, this lymphatic system going. And not only that, I don't know, like that runner's high that people talk about or any of that, it actually does release endorphins and it helps 
improve your mood. So like pegs can't do any intensive cardio or hit high interval training. It is, it, she's doing some hand to me. I didn't know what she was saying. Oh, no. Well, because I, I end up doing the hot box or sauna. Yes. There's other ways that if you can't get your body to that state of really sweating, it, you, there's other ways of doing it like a exactly. sauna. But if that movement and really pushing your body is so beneficial for not just physical movement, but for your moods as well. It does increase that. It's, it's, it's for your brain. It's, it's happy. Mental it's, it's the happy, the juice, the happy juice that we need. And that's why people always say, what's the number one go-to for if you have depression or anxiety or get out of your house, start moving. So those are the first three. And I'm, then I'm just going to talk about sleep. Yes. Oh my goodness. For years, I would try to get dad to go to bed early. The whole curries, they stay up late. And I would say, you know what? It, it could bite us in the end if we don't get enough sleep. And what we're learning today, which thank you to all these functional medicine doctors who are really taking the time to look and take that deep dive into the root cause of so many people's, you know, uh, ailments, whatever it is. And sleep is like coming out to be one of the top three because our brain, the only time our brain detoxes is when we're asleep. So if we're not getting to bed at the right time, then we're not allowing our brain to detoxify, our liver to detoxify, because that's another. I mean, sleep is the time our body does its job. The cleaning up. And that's also, yeah, when all of our cells regenerate, it's, yeah, it's the time to detox the things that we're doing the rest of the day. So it is, it's, you know, it used to be the thing that like, I'll sleep when I'm dead and (laughs) I don't need that sleep. Well, it's actually turning out that we do need that sleep. And now's this time where try, I know I'm, I fall under the curries in our family that I do stay up really late and my body also wakes up pretty early. So trying to get to bed a little bit earlier, that unwinding, if you have a problem, if you have difficulty sleeping, it's not necessarily a problem, but if you find yourself having a hard time, you have monkey mind when you go to bed and these, you can't like end the day. Like you get into (laughs) bed and you're already thinking about tomorrow. Right. Some of the tips that I do that really help me go to bed is I'll have, I'll write out, I have it either in my phone, I'll schedule my next day before I get to bed. So it's like, done or I'll write things down. I have a notepad because as you sit there, you know, things come to mind. You're like, Ooh, got to do this. Or you think about things that you're like, why didn't I think about that at 12 o'clock in the afternoon when I needed to do it? But now I'm lying in bed and here we are thinking about it. And then you want to jump out of bed and go write it down and do it. So I keep a notepad next to my bed. So as those thoughts come up, I can just jot them down. And by releasing it, writing it down, getting it out of my head, it helps me then fall to sleep. Yeah. Another big one is, I know this is hard for a lot of people, but I don't bring my computer or I don't have a TV in my room. The technology in doing that in your bed, I use my bedroom as a place that's where I sleep. And by creating that boundary within my home, I know when I get into bed, even if I'm reading a book within like 10 pages, if I'm reading in bed, 
I start getting very tired. It is like my body knows this is where we sleep. And so by slowly training yourself that I'm not gonna go into my bed and scroll on my phone for an hour or so, when you get into bed, your body knows, oh, it's time to sleep. It's time to rest. So naturally your body will start giving you those signals to get tired and slowly start getting ready for bed. And that's this whole circadian rhythm. When it starts getting dark, that's when you need to start paying attention. That's why there's these things on your phone that, you know, the screen goes dark, that blue light stimulates you. So you want to turn off. So you just, you know, make a decision that by nine o'clock, your phone is all done. And, you know, that's, I, it's hard for a lot of people. <laughs> My eyes it's just got hard. really big. I was I like, wow, nine o'clock, well, that would be nice. But it is, it's good to know, you know, it, it's that 80-20 rule, Meg. You know what I mean? It's like during the week, when you can get to bed at an earlier time, fantastic. On the weekend, go hog wild, you know, it's <laughs> whatever. But when you were talking about the bedroom, it, it got me to remember dad and I just redid our whole bedroom because not only for sleeping, it's your intimate space, you guys. This intimacy is so important. And so when you have a TV in your room, like maybe some people like to watch TV while they're doing it. But for me, it's like, that's my sacred space with my husband, my best friend. So we actually feng shuied it so that it was a place to bring in love, to make love, to have this intimate moments together. And then you fall asleep and it's like, that to me is the juiciness of what we're talking about in life. And that is something we're going to go into very deeply into another episode. <laughs> but so anyway, so that's what we're talking about sleep. It all comes back to, we talked about diet. We talked about movement. We talked about reducing our stress. We talked about sleep. And I think the last thing we should touch on mm -hmm. is Right now, when we do go outside and when we do go to the market, because we need to feed ourselves on those once a week trip or every two weeks when we do get the opportunity to go to the market, if we don't get things delivered, mm -hmm. is our face wash. Oh my gosh, that face wash. I've been doing this face wash, you guys, since the kids were little. I had four kids and someone would get sick and it would be the domino theory. And I didn't want to get sick. And I learned this years ago, probably 30 years ago. And this face wash, it's made with simply two ingredients, iodine and sea salt. It's like a fresh ocean. And water. Three. Oh yeah, water. <laughs> Three ingredients, two ingredients going into your water. And what you're doing is you're cleaning out the orifices where and how these viruses and colds get in. They get into your eyes, they get into your nose, they get into your mouth. And how, why hand washing is so important? Yes, but it doesn't protect the eyes. And so by doing this face wash, you are literally cleansing your eyes, your, your um, sinuses, and your throat. That's one more step for preventing anything to take hold in your body. It's like genius. It's gold for this prevention and helping, God forbid you do get sick, it definitely helps as well. I think about it as like a, a face flush. Like yeah. when you go out and yeah. you wash your hands. So on those, on the times when we do have to go to the store, I come home and we do this and we show, we have a YouTube on our YouTube channel, a video step-by-step -step of how to do this face wash. Which, do it yourself face 
Rinse. Yes. And <laughs> the iodine is really great because it is an antiseptic. Exactly. Where, oh my gosh, I don't know if you saw, but who was doing it? I don't know who was saying it, but, but bleach, that we should be using bleach. I'm like, bleach is a disinfectant. That is not made for us to consume. That is for cleaning hospitals, floors, tabletops, not for cleaning bodies, where the iodine kills all viruses as well. And it's okay, this medicinal form of liquid iodine. It's food grade, safe for our bodies, and is still going to be doing the job. That's right. So I think we shared a lot of information in this. And these are, as we've explained, these aren't things that we're just doing right now. It is what we are doing in our life. These are tools that, as Peg said, raising me and my three sisters, that's how she prevented herself from getting sick and us from spreading sickness. And the foods that we do to keep our immunity strong, to help us feel our best given whatever circumstances going around. These are the mental health practices and the movement that we're doing to take care of our body so that we feel good. And we hope that there's something in this that resonates with you or piqued your interest that you can start incorporating into your life, not just now, but into the future so that you can start feeling your best all the time. We are so excited to finally be sharing our podcast with all of you. To celebrate, we wanted to offer something special to our listeners. We teamed up with one of our favorite brands, Euphoric Earth to give away the Reishi Mushroom Immunity Tincture to five of you. All you have to do is subscribe to Make Life Delicious, give us five stars, and write a review. Screenshot your review and send it to info at Curry Girls Kitchen or DM us on Instagram at Curry Girls Kitchen. That's C-U-R-R-Y-G-I-R-L-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. Giveaway is open until June 8th. Yay! We can't wait to share Euphoric Earth products with you. We are so grateful for spending this time with you. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on our social media, Instagram at Curry Girls Kitchen, on Facebook, Pinterest, our YouTube channel. And we're constantly sharing things daily of what we're doing, where we're shopping, and... Yeah. And every week we're going to be showing up, doing a podcast with something super wonderful and delicious (laughs) for you.